okay? What is good to find pill family? Listen, um, if you hear some background noise, I'm at my parents' house, so you're probably going to hear my mom and my auntie. Um, Y'all know I've been having problems with the anchor. Won't let me be great. So I, um, I, I talked to the customer service for the second time again. And, um, like, the guys are more helpful than the girls. Like, if it's the girls, they'll just be like, girl, bye. <laughs> no, not really. They're, they're okay. But, um, shout out to Tony. He got me to download the Anchor app. So that's what I'm downloading from right now. I'm going to see if this works. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm trying this from my app. And, um, I used the Wii video and it only let me do 10 minutes. So I was kind of pissed off because I thought it was going to let me. I have recorded on there before, but for some reason it only let me do 10 minutes. And then um, with Anchor, I, I I think it's problems on there and that's why he wanted me to use the app. Anyways, let me get down to the other details of fun stuff. So um, I kind of said everything I needed to say in terms of my fitness for um, the L-carnitine. Uh, one of the things I wanted to say is I will be doing a fitness follow-up at the end of the month. Um, another thing I wanted to, to talk about, too, when I had the music playing, you know, I'm my original. Um, and that kind of thing is I'm thinking about, I think it's time for us to go to YouTube um, at this point, I've had 8,000 streams of my podcast. Um, so it lets me know that we have a little bit of a community out there, but I, I kind of would appreciate some feedback, um, but also looking forward to creating a, a, um, a place where Divine Feminists and Divine Masculines can chat with each other in the below the YouTube videos and or let me know if you want to know a little bit more because I enjoy doing the fitness ones at 10,000 steps a day, but sometimes I'm so busy and my lifestyle too, so that's a little bit of it. Um, if this app thing works the way that I, I want it to, then um, that means I can record from anywhere. My only thing I don't like is, you guys, I, you know I love to play my music in the background when I'm doing my oracles, especially for the sacred energy exchange ones and the... Um, the the erotic ones um i don't really do them during the regular oracles unless there's a message that i'm coming on there with or from a certain song but and i can see right off the bat like if i try to yeah um i would have to have my laptop playing the music in the background and one of the uh, recordings that i try to do today um, I had the laptop in the background, but it wasn't, the experience wasn't as nice, right? Um, <clears throat> so I am going to try to find a way to, to set up the YouTube community for the Divine Pill family. And it, like low-key, when I was recording that, I was like, oh my gosh, maybe some of my Divine Feminists and Divine Masculines will like connect in the chat and then I'll be getting like invited to weddings. Like you guys will connect and, you know, with each other. And one of the things I was talking about was uh, I'm definitely coming in with determination to do 
new love oracles. I know it's been something we have been talking about for a while. Um, but I think part of the things I've observed is when I come on here and I talk about my ex, I'm like, I think I'm putting the, the correlation. I'm not blaming it on that. But when I, I do enjoy listening to, to tarot readings and, and whatnot or stuff about divine feminine, but the, the ex keeps coming up and it does keep me in a state that's a little bit aggravated or like I can't move forward. So I think that, um, I know it's important for me to move my my shift my energy and really set myself up to focus on new love and higher frequency love, high vibrational love, healthy love. And so me going through that process, um, I think it's going to help you also. And um, so I, I, I'm coming back with determination to do that. Y'all know from most of my love readings, they were tended towards healthy anyways or high vibrational. So when you do listen to my oracles, I'm not going to be talking about no exes or um, anything. Like that. Now, a funny thing that I've been wanting to, to chit chat with you about, and at this point, I've tried to record so many times talking about the karmic and it was like low key funny. If you had listened to it, you would have been cracking up because I was dragging all these women by their edges like Chloe. Oh, my gosh. I kept going back to Chloe because I started remembering all the people that she has ran third party interferences on. And I think the the nuance to it and why I'm conceding to finally calling other women karmics is because even if you've listened to my podcast over the last year and a half now I just I couldn't do it I I wasn't calling any of my ex's girlfriends karmics or other women karmics and not even like I wasn't calling anybody that but I noticed that especially with the Scorpios um, in the Scorpio community there's been a certain dynamic where we're just kind of calling people out. So other people will say like toxic and it's been funny and it has me cracking up. But my phase, the way it has manifested for me is I'm like, you're a karmic, you're a karmic, you're a karmic, you got to go type of a thing. And what kind of triggered it for me was the um, thinking that the Mawadi person had cheated with ASAP Rocky. I get his name. I kept calling him ASAP Rappy. <laughs> um uh, with Rihanna. And then it was like kind of an aha moment for me where I'm like, yeah, no, there's karmics out there, you know. Um, and I think that it it really spills over into the bigger spiritual picture because I'm in a place where maybe it could be considered 5D. <clears throat> It sounds cliche, but you know how you're supposed to take everybody at their face value. And um, it's one thing to say it, but that was kind of like an aha moment for me because um, that really brought to mind, like I said, the Chloe stuff, the um, Larsa Pippen situation, the um, what's the girl that cheated with um, Jay-Z on Beyonce? But anyways, that's, I don't know what it was about that whole thing where I'm like, yeah, no, those are karmics. So it used to trigger me when I would listen to like tarot readers and I'm like, stop calling the other girl a karmic. We all know that the man is out there and he's indebted to the girl. No, no, no. There's karmic hoes out there. They know that these men are in relationships and they have whole families out here and they still decide to sleep with these men. So yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> joining 
the um, other tarot and oracle readers and, and calling people tar- karmics. But with that being said, I don't think that we'll dwell on it outside of, you know, like I'm not going to be doing an oracle saying like, oh, your ex is still thinking about you. And I think what aggravates me, and, and I could even see it with when I would bring it up too, is it's like, <clears throat> I don't care what they're going through. Um, so when I'm listening to something, it's kind of like I'm just waiting for them to talk about the new love or finances or whatever else is going on in my life. And so it's like, I don't give a rat's ass if, you know, what they're going through in their love life or with their finances or their quote unquote karmic, none of my business, who gives a damn? Now, that being said, the only thing that I can think of that needs to be high vibrational is, can you forgive them? Yeah, I can forgive them. I mean, I've done a podcast on that before where it's kind of like, at this point, you've heard me kind of go back and forth. There's, you know, some love there. There's some hate there. Obviously, some of it is is warranted. Um, I'm at a place where I can laugh about it and say, probably if you were to, you know, record them and ask them what they thought about me, there, you know, they would probably have some things to say. So just like with any other relationship and whatnot, but I think that I have to pay more attention to not really trying to just stay more in in um, alignment with the readers that are more focused on you love and or creating the content for myself. And while I'm doing it, you can listen to it and you can... <clears throat> start to um set your train of thought on that and I think the reason it's critical is because when we've done the um science of getting rich it was talking about how you know one of the key steps is now you focus on only being rich right I know and another thing I wanted to do too is I want to start doing podcast series on new writ like uh new money series because there are things that you go through that people don't really talk about when you come on to um making more money than than you know the average and um <clears throat> I want to document it because I, I can already feel the growth and <clears throat> I I'm grateful because a lot of you guys know that I'm into passive income but um, between now and where I need to be in the next three years, I'm going to be a little bit more balanced. But there is a thought process. I do love designer stuff. I do like nice things. I, <clears throat> um, And so there are stigmas surrounding that. But I think that it's healthy for us to talk about it in the divine community because we talk a lot about being able to manifest and manifesting money and how it's attached to our self-worth and one of the things I really appreciated about um, the science of getting rich and and at the same time reading the book, um, How Rich People Think, it made me realize just how much, you know, we've been taught and conditioned to think a certain way. And a lot of times those thoughts are negative towards money. And I also noticed there's a lot of negative thoughts about um you know, oh, new money and their loud, loud money and um, old money or rich money is, is quiet and stuff like that. And I think that those are limiting beliefs. And um, so I, I want to kind of talk a little bit more about 
what it's like and to be confident in it. I will say that I do have safety concerns because like you guys know, I, I do, I'm not going to go into too much here now, but I do like nice and designer things. But I've noticed that sometimes um, part of balancing that when you're new money is knowing who to wear it around and um, being aware of your surroundings and safety. Another cool thing, I'm so, actually, this podcast is going to be pretty nice because the other ones I try to upload, they were cool or whatever, but this one is a little bit more kind of chit-chat catching you up, and then we'll get back on track. But <clears throat> I've been looking into, I really want to take kickboxing classes, and I also am looking at a non-lethal um, weapon that I can use. It's kind of like, I think it's by Berna, um, B-Y-R-N-A. It kind of like don't laugh at me if you go and look at it. It um, it does look kind of like a paintball gun, like kind of, but and it's big and clunky. And obviously, I would have to get it in black because if somebody saw me pull out my orange, you know, like burner gun to try to shoot at them, they'd like probably start laughing or something. But it's supposed to be non-lethal, and you don't need a permit for it. But I, I know I do want to have some type of safety I can keep with me in the car. And the, the little, like, pellets that come out of it, they, um, I'm going to do more research, but I, I've kind of browsed the site twice. So I already know it's something that I kind of want to get, but, um, pretty sure I'm going to get. But, um, it also comes with, uh, like, pepper spray on it. So I, I have to look up some videos, but like I said, I looked at the website. I do want to encourage us ladies to be safe and aware of our surroundings, um, I know that there's a lot going on out there. Um, and it will be interesting because even as, as, you know, looking for a new place and that type of thing. And I was talking to one of my neighbors, he used to be a realtor. I sold one house, <laughs> but I, I know that things change and I do have friends who are in real estate. Um, and so, um, I think by the time it's time for me to get back into the market, the, 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 um, guy I was talking to, he gave me some more insight on it, but it makes sense because everybody knows that real estate happens in 10 year cycles. And, um, if you can ride that out and plan for that, you will be okay. And he told me, you know, his, his wife had just passed away last year actually. And, um, but, um, you know, he talked about being able to just have a condo in Hawaii. And there were, he's like, there were years my, my wife hated the, the slump years. And I'm like, I understand. But I think that um, it helps me to have a better understanding, especially when I'm going into investment properties. I think that those of you, you shouldn't be discouraged. I think that you just have to plan for that 10-year slump and then really ride that high right? It's the same thing with trading like stocks and crypto and NFT. You buy low, sell high. And he was asking me about the crypto stuff. And so when I said, I was like, well, it's, you know, basically just buy low, sell high. He's like, yeah, like real estate. So we started laughing about that. That was funny. Um, but um, yeah, so there's, there's stuff to talk about with the crypto. Um, in June, I should have uh, exciting development for you there. And then I have, like, I think I've mentioned this before, another one in, in August, in October, and in December. So we'll see um, if I'm on track with some goals I have for that. I already cashed out my Tesla contract. We made three times what we had put in. 
but the taxes are what gonna um it's what's gonna kind of like nip us in the butt a little bit um but that money I put it into my Novatech account so I'm just living off the interest off of that for now um and then what I decided to do is wait until June to get my my um spa membership for the year so I'll do that in June and then what else you guys there's so much oh there was something I did want to share with you so for those of you who do have your parents I want to just encourage you you know to cherish those moments that you have I think at this point I've tried to express it twice and I actually both times the second time I thought I was going to be okay but the um second time I still like burst into tears a little bit um so but what I will say is you know and my parents are fine they're fine but um there's just some stuff that came up and again they're fine like they're not in the hospital or anything like that it was just okay I think I can push through it but I didn't know they were going I knew they were going to an appointment but I didn't know what it was for so when I called my dad because I hadn't heard from them usually I check in with them several times a day and it was late it was like already past office hours and and nighttime so I figured if anything you know I should have heard from them it was it was probably like around 6 37 long story short so when I called him he's like oh yeah hey we're over here working on the will and I was like it just really made me cry then <laughs> and even talking about it now because I you know it kind of ties back to like, it made me feel like they were giving up, but they're really not. They're re healthy. We live in a blue zone. There are seven blue zones in the world. And that means that the blue zone is basically where people have been shown to live the longest. So, like, even my grand aunt, she lived till 99. So, but um, it just made me feel like maybe they were giving up, but it's, it's they're not. And I want to talk about stuff like that, too, because... There is an interesting dynamic between parents and adult children and preparing and what it means to show love. And um, there was an interesting dynamic, too, because um, they have a property for each one of the kids and one for the granddaughter. And one of them is like it's 100 acres in, in Costa Rica. And it's so funny because my dad went through with the whole process of getting the property and it's kind of rural it's kind of it's next to a, a very beautiful like rainforest and <laughs> so here you know they finish the transaction and then um my mom is like okay so when we retire this is before they they bought this years ago but we're gonna go live there my dad's like mm -mm, i'm not gonna live there and I said, and she said, what? And when she told me, like, even the look on his face, I listen, when you talk about funny moments and things you cherish, right? Um, but the funny irony thing of it is, is I already told them I want, and, and we can talk about how we ingrained, get ingrained these beliefs, especially in the black community for women. It's like, I don't want the properties. I just want the family heirlooms and the pictures and if they could write in the will that they're going to promise me they're going to live until 200 years old, <laughs> right? But 
But um, so I was like, if listen, that's one property. I'm like, not me, but I, I probably it'll probably grow on me. And the potential is definitely there. And I think that, you know, even the difference between when they bought the property to now, it's going to be I can do more with it. But and I don't know who's going to get what, because I already kind of told them like, ah, oh. but um, yeah, I think that we're in a in a state where we're blessed to be able to at least understand that the time is short and we cherish the memories. And I think my parents, they're like, they still have like a good 30, 40 years, you know, if they're going to live as long as my grand aunt, I try to make sure that their health is good. Um, but you know, life is not guaranteed. And so it's an interesting transition going from being the children to being friends and adults and that type of thing. Oh, you guys. So I don't know if you can hear my parents. They are keeping sunset. It is 6.04 at the time that I am recording this. So they're getting ready for Sabbath. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm going to hop off here. Um, Let's see if this uploads. Was there anything else I wanted to tell you? So I'm going to try to um get us set up on YouTube and that way we can have a community. I think that with 8,000 streams, it's going to be a good handful of us that um are ready to connect. And I think that we can laugh together, not cry as much together. Um, um, we can be petty together. We can share our similarities about the journey um, and we can talk through things and you can let me know because one of the things I was um, going to try to repeat again was when I do the fitness stuff, I really could come on every day. It really could be a different aspect every day. I'm learning different things every day um, in terms of, of how it affects me and you can listen to it and kind of fine tune how you want to do it. Really, truly every single day is something different. Um, in fact, I just got my um, essential amino acids delivery between the time that I recorded the last podcast and right now. So I took some right now. I love it. It's my first dose. When it says one serving size, it's actually not that much. And it's on the sweet side. I got the um, POG, which is passion, passion fruit, orange and great guava guava passion fruit orange juice and guava combination flavor what is the name of the i forget oh it's on my phone and i can't i'm recording from my phone right now oh see and so it's stuff like that that's gonna kind of aggravate me a little bit recording from my app versus just being able to put pull up from my website or from my notes <sighs> hmm but yeah, so far I love it. And then I apparently it's good. You can take it at night. I'm up. I'll probably take it twice a day. I'll probably take it pre-workout and then post-workout. But I'll probably take it like right before I go to bed with my um, probiotics. Because I think one of the things I was trying to say on the previous podcast was if you, I think combining the probiotics with the L-carnitine pre-post-workout, that's that's you're you're going to blow up. It it will send you to the restroom with the quickness. Um, but so I'm going to separate those two. And I it could be that um, I com because I combined it with vitamin C too. But um, so I'm going to take the L-carnitine post-workout. That way I'm not having to interrupt my workout. And then um, if I, you know, have to go through my regular 
rest of the day. Um, that's fine with that. And then I also will, will then even on top of that, split the, the, um, probiotics to bedtime. And, um, I heard that's really good with essential amino acids before you go to bed and that type of thing. Um, but I say all of that to say, you guys can give me feedback. Like if you, if I see the views are really there and you really like listening to the health fitness and it keeps you motivated and it keeps you wanting to go to the gym and and get your exercise on and you hear the benefits like for your skin for your heart your memory you know your performance and that type of thing then i'll continue to do those but if not then hey especially i think it's important for me to tune in to more of what you guys like um in terms of the readings i i noticed you guys really like the the oracle reading the food oracle readings um, I enjoy those too, so I need to get back to those, and um, looking forward to doing the love oracle stuff, new love, so super excited for the singles, and um, now that I have this new app, this new configuration, we'll just work with it, I'll figure out a way to have music playing in the background the way that I do. And find other ways to pull up resources. Now, the cool thing about this one, because I, I still want to keep it to 30 minutes, um, is I can record up to two hours. So usually sometimes I find myself rushing to try to stay within the 30 minute confine. Um, I might play around with it and do a longer. Although I, I noticed, if I'm being honest, the podcasts that I have done that are an hour, an hour and a half. I don't get a lot of listeners on that. I don't blame you. Those have a lot of information and they're helpful for me and I enjoy it. But um, I don't get a lot of listeners and I get it. A little bit has, has to do with um, um, time stamping it, which coincidentally right here, if I put on this app. Oh, that is so cool. Okay, so we can try. I will probably try one more long video. Um, where we go sign by sign, because on this app, it says add a flag. And so I have a feeling that's really going to help me. Like, for example, if I say, okay, I'm doing Aries, and I'll add a flag done, Scorpio, Virgo, you know, Capricorn, Leo, Cancer, that type of thing, then I, that will help me with with being able to kind of timestamp where we're at. So that might help. And then that way you can tune in. But I would low-key recommend that you listen to every reading because it's going to help you understand other people more. And it's also going to help you understand how to be, become more well, um, well-rounded. Um, but understand I'm, I'm coming from, I have Pisces in my chart. So that aspect of me wanting to understand all of the moving parts for each zodiac sign comes naturally. And of course, I would like to see other people take that on too. So when we do the erotic astrology for Taurus and Aries, like I like to think of it like, uh, and we can do this more on YouTube, but we really can learn from each of the different women from the erotic astrology. Like um, if it's not Capricorn or Sagittarius, those women, we learn that it's important for the divine masculine to have emotion, to have conversation and intelligence. With Aquarius, we learn that it's important for them to verbalize what they want and to have the role play, right? Just a little bit of fun. With um, 
was it Pisces? We learned about the romance and the um the dreamy. With um Aries, we learned the importance of not rushing into relationships, but also giving the guy the challenge. And with Taurus, listen, Taurus is going to be out of control, but y'all need to take lessons. Um, I The song I played now twice for you guys is like, these bitches better let me work. Like, listen, Taurus, you're on deck. Show us how it's done. There's things that if you don't listen to any other um, symbol, any other zodiac, <laughs> until you get to um, Scorpio, right? <laughs> I would say... One of the most important divine feminine archetypes to learn from would be Taurus. Um, but I love all of them. I love all of them. Like I said, like I, I ran off the different stuff on them. You can learn from Aries. You can learn from um, Capricorn, Sagittarius, um, Aquarius, um, Pisces. Um, Pisces women, like, listen. Um and again, like I'm thinking of all like Aquarius, I know couple. So it's like <clears throat> you can definitely learn from Taurus. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but I would say that's a very good archetype for every woman to understand what she brings to the table. And Taurus, you're going to learn how to, you know, if you haven't already, learn how to master those things, um, depending on where your placement is in your rising, your sun your moon, your Venus. So yeah, let's just keep this at 30 minutes. Let's see if this thing works, you guys, because I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit agitated that after a while it does kind of take out because sometimes I feel like I'm repeating stuff or I might have lost what I wanted to say originally, but this one was nice. I enjoyed it. So let me go unless you guys want to hear some more <laughs> music um of them preparing for sunset and Sabbath and and that type of thing. Um, so yeah, let me try to upload this. Um, I have no idea. I will let you know on the next podcast what, what it's like on the back end. I know I encourage a lot of you to try to start uploading and creating your own content and adding your own style. Remember, just like the Backstreet uh, song, you're original. You're the only one. Um and there's no one like you, you know, you can put out another podcast that's um, musings of a divine feminine and your thoughts and your perspectives and the way you view things are going to be so completely different than mine. But we need to hear from each other. And it's what makes us well-rounded, right? As long as we're respectful of each other and we're not stepping on each other's toes, don't step on my stilettos, <laughs> right? Um so, of course, business-wise, you don't want to, like, cut and paste somebody's, um, you know, like, another using of Divine Feminine. That's not, I'm not, that's not, I'm not giving you the green light to take my name, but I'm saying you could do your musing, right? You could do your perspective. And obviously, this is where we get lots of tarot readers, and this is where we get lots of content creators. And again, it's kind of funny. I mean, I really could be a... a I, I love certain parts of my personality because I can see how kind of witchy I can get. And, and sometimes it's you think that somebody has to be mean to you by telling you something. But I will I will withhold information from you and let you go down that path. But I will say this. Remember, 
um, in the science of getting rich, one of the key things is surprisingly, and I found this so fascinating, is we're not here to compete with each other. We're here to create. So I love the space I'm in because no one is going to move the way I do or say the things I do or have the perspective I do. I think that there's collective school of thoughts, but no one's going to articulate it the way that I do or have certain experiences that add certain insight the way that I do. Um, And I'm in no way trying to, you know, (laughs) be like anyone else. But I want to encourage you, you know, if, if what I'm trying to say is definitely create. I know that it has been a little bit glitchy with Anchor, but um, definitely get your voice out there. Obviously, you can use the app. So I'll let you know about the WAP with the WAP, (laughs) the app. Um, we video is another nice one too, although I have to get back in there and kind of figure out what's going on with that. Cause I have created content and done long recordings on there. So I, I have to figure that out again. Um, and you get monetized. It's not a lot. So 8,000 streams made like 50 bucks, but, um, and, and you know, it is what it is. And, but I think if you then um, upload that information to to YouTube. You can get your start building your hours and then um, get that monetized too if you're looking for that to be a stream of income. So I'm taking it slow and easy. Um, is there anything else? I'm past the 30 minutes. I think at this point, I'm a little bit sleepy too. This, is, this would be basically two hours of content because I've tried to do 30 minutes at a time and this, is, this would be my f- fourth upload for today. And just dealing with it. And I, you can't get tired of just talking and talking and talking and talking. I don't know that I'll ever do an hour pod. Well, no, I have. I have, I have, I have. But if even in between those, I was taking little breaks. So, but even as I'm saying it now, I probably won't even do hours. Because not, you know, there'll be far and few between. Because I do get tired in between. So, but with that being said, I'm super excited. Let's see what this does. Um, and I feel more confident about recording for Taurus, the erotic astrology. It'll be the first time we're doing the erogenous zones as well. I think I already missed the full moon. Um, but there is something significant about having sex around the full moon. And I wanted to cover that with y'all. If not this, if not this one, then we'll do it another one. There's other content creators that talk about, what's going on with the full moon, but I want to talk about, are you sexual? Now, this is so funny to me, too, because I am single. I probably will never have sex again, but but I do enjoy discussing it, obviously, or I'm fascinated by it. So just wanted to share that with, with that aspect with you guys. I mean, it is it is part of my makeup. I think we're all sexual beings and there's something to be said about that and we can still celebrate it. I know for singles, it's important to, I talked about this, importance of still having your sensuality. Um, what am, oh, This is going to be a long podcast, y'all. One of the things, if I, if I haven't said it before, is it just fascinates me. Like to me, just because I'm not in a relationship or probably not going to, you know, I still like to look like a girl and be like a girl and still have my feminine ways. And I think sometimes it's unfortunate that just because maybe it's not the best dating pool right now that you just, you know, some people let themselves get like butch or don't really care about their appearance or or how they present. 
But um, not my divine feminines, not my divine dolls and my divine masculines. Like I've really been coming down on the divine masculines too, you know, and really kind of being the voice for that and saying like, no, nah, y'all need to, you know, groom your beard. And we love when you smell great and we like when you pay attention to how you dress and we love when you articulate and we love when you cook the meals for us too and participate in things around the house and that type of thing. We love when you protect and you provide and giving insight to that kind of stuff too. But, um, all right, y'all be blessed. I love you until the next podcast. Peace.